0: Welcome to the Self Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode 473 of the Self Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you, Sean? How are you getting on?
1: I'm well, okay. Um, okay, interesting week. I uh, I've been getting better um, and feeling like I could get back into into working. So arranged to do a couple of factory visits and kind of work my way back in. Yeah, and uh, put that up on um, on Facebook saying you know thank you to everybody, thanks to the NHS, and mm-hmm. and I'm actually getting back in. And I was surprised because I got. Uh, the majority of people were like, Well, that's amazing, well done, great. But I got quite a negative backlash as well from people about, You know, you shouldn't be going back to work you do and you should be doing it. And people that were determined to kind of tell me what to do in terms of tell me how I'm feeling and telling me what I could and couldn't do, um, which uh, was a bit of a shock okay. in some ways. But um, also felt like a, a bit of a little sort of belittlement.
0: Mm, interesting yeah. Well, yeah. Only you know uh, Only you know how you're feeling I guess But you feel ready for it And feel yeah. like you're ready for that next next stage of your recovery
1: <clears throat> I, I, I think I, I think that the choice When you go through this kind of thing Is either you become an invalid And you you allow Everybody else to do everything Or you start to say no I'm going to get back Into to being alive You know um, And uh, I'm I'm up for that. I want to, I want to be active. I don't want to sit on my ass and you know let the world come to me. I want to go out and get it. You know.
0: we'll Go for it. What's what's the worst that could happen, hey? <laughs> I could drop dead. You,
1: know? <laughs> you selfish
0: person, you could die. Ah. You
1: know, um but we're all gonna die. But it's it's like you've gotta live your life. You can't live your life like you die. You can't live your life like you're living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But um, uh, it, it, it does feed into the kind of stuff That we're talking about today Because is leadership You do what I tell you to do Or is it you do what I do How mm-hmm. does that work mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, that, that was the title actually Don't do what I do, do what I tell you I might need to then give a snappier title Before I, I publish this yeah. one But uh, I'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: so how are you doing what's going
0: on in Ed's world yeah it's 100 miles an hour in my world actually so doing it like ignoring all the advice that we we say on this podcast and just absolutely throw myself <laughs> head first into, into more than I can handle got mm. um I've got a busy month actually I've got a conference for my new my, the job that I started a few months ago in on Saturday in Birmingham which is going to kind of launch the mm. the campaign that I've been helping to build with, with some colleagues which is fun mm-hmm. so uh Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Meet some new people, and um, I'm running yes. uh, a cycling event: this the Hume Summer Cycle um, on the Wirral on the 25th of September. In fact, I'll remember to put a link to that in the show notes. Is there any mm-hmm. folks that are uh, want to pop along and uh, have a good time? Then you're welcome to. So free to attend and all that. I'm hoping to have hundreds of people mm-hmm. there on the day, just exploring the paths, the usually hidden secret paths of Brimstage on the Wirral. Mm -hmm. so that's you know a big thing to um you know organize yeah Yeah, so that's taken out of Mm -hmm. me my lads um my lads started school yesterday as well back at school after the summer hold Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah the madness of that has sprung up again Mm -hmm. which i quite enjoy all that but you know getting two little boys ready in the morning and out the door and um picked up again later on is uh (laughs) yeah it's uh Hectic, yeah, <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah, not complaining. I do really love it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for all my kind of whinging and whining about traffic, and the traffic is horrendous at school at the moment. As people find their feet and the new batch kind of try and figure out how to get the kids half a mile up the road, yeah, <laughs> in the in the most inefficient and destructive way possible. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. Uh, I do love school, the school run as we call it with my boys and the little time, little chance to kind of spend some time with him in the morning and William goes on his own now. He's old enough to, to see himself off, but Jacob, I still walk him in and cycle him in and, uh, Do I do I mm-hmm. love, love that little time with him. I'll miss it when it's gone. Mm.
1: Yeah. So do you take them on your uh, electric bike?
0: No, not,
1: back?
0: not usually unless the weather's really bad. Um, we only live half a mile from school, so it's it's a bit overkill, really. Um, so we we tend not to even cycle now at all. We just walk it just because you've got to do so I was much. just
1: thinking that if you were taking them on that bike, that'd be quite a good advert to other parents.
0: That is to use that probably, kind of yeah. That's probably one of the reasons that I, that I do do it every now and again, because it does attract attention. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got an electric cargo bike for those in the in that don't know, you might not even know what they are, but it's a bike that can carry stuff from people. Um, two kids on the back, so it's big orange mm. contraption. But uh, there's actually, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll I won't talk about this too long. There's a bit of a movement starting on the world with other people that have own, own electric cargo bikes. I've, I've found and there's five people on just on the world with the same bike that I've got now. I've discovered, mm-hmm. uh, and there are other variations and different brands you can get as well so there's at least seven or eight of us now with kids and shopping that do it do it all on electric Mm -hmm. cargo bikes so it feels like there's a bit of a movement starting it's quite exciting well we started up a a little facebook group so we can all share what we're up to and hopefully welcome new people into the gang um so yeah it's exciting
1: yeah that's good
0: yeah um right well let's crack on because yeah we've got a new prime minister in fact any minute now i think we're recording this at half one on a on the Tuesday, the sixth of September. So we said goodbye to Boris this morning, uh, and Liz Truss gets sworn in, or you know, whatever happens at Balmoral, uh, any minute now, I think. So we've got we're gonna have a new prime minister by the time he- people hear this, and it's a, a good excuse to talk about leadership, isn't it? And working with managers and that kind of thing. What's your initial thoughts, Sean?
1: Um, I, I think that we have a problem in the world at the moment, because we, um, have a lot of lying people, um, that are in roles of leadership. Um, and I mean, it's been demonstrated, um, with Trump and with Boris and with Putin and with, um, Kim Jong, you know, there's a whole load of people that, um, Will say one thing, then go and do something else, mm. you know, or would deny that they said what they said, or would deny that they did what they did, you know. Yeah. And I think it's the most appalling, um, example to give to our young people coming up that it's okay to be like that, you know. I think that's uh, that's really bad, you know. Um,
0: yeah, I agree. Uh, it's a strange time on planet Earth, isn't it? And uh, the different countries are. Dealing with the similar kind of issues in different ways, and it's quite fascinating,
1: despite
0: all the uh, the chaos, to see how different nations are are dealing with all the uh, the same problems that they're all we're all facing around. You know, weird weather stuff um, f- massively fluctuating. Yeah,
1: it's like everywhere you look, there are issues at the moment, um, and do we need a crop of decent people who are going to um, be able to lead us through this?
0: Mm. You know?
1: And one of the problems I see is, is uh, and it, it's, it's a phrase that was used when I was a kid, um, not least of all by my parents, which was, don't do what I do, do what I tell you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, not realising that what people do is the thing that we learn from observation as kids.
0: You know? Yeah. Well, thinking about my own kind of parenting style, and I think when you are a parent, you, well, you don't have to be. There's no set rule, but you, you do have to kind of lay down the law quite a lot, and you have to be quite authoritarian um, when you are a parent for various reasons, or at least that's you know <laughs> that's the way I've felt felt it necessary to you know make sure the lads stay in line. I'm sure maybe there are parents out there that do things completely differently and, you know, purposefully try and let their kids have more... But, free but
1: there's nothing wrong with you teaching the kids to stay in line, as long as you stay in line as well. It's when you don't stay in line, but then you demand the kids that they do stay in line. Yeah. And I think that's what happens with, with a lot of our leaders, is that they expect us, as the followers, to act in a certain way that they don't act. I know what you this morning.
0: Because you know I'm, I'm always looking for the energy climate angle on stuff and we we had both um they, they had the, the prime minister and all the incoming and outgoing pms had to uh had to get to balmoral this morning because the queen isn't fit enough to kind of make it back to buckingham palace so they both took separate private jets <laughs> at the same time <laughs> on this you know 45 minute flight which could could have been done i know there's time restrictions and there's probably security issues but you know, we're supposed to be kind of really tightening our belts on an, the energy front and not kind of wasting precious fuel.
1: <laughs> but but the, 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 this is a radical one. We were all advised to work from home. Yeah. Why couldn't they have had their meeting with the Queen over Zoom?
0: Well, I did joke about that on Twitter. I said, "Can't? it's 2022, can't we swear our Prime Minister's in on Zoom these days? And I kind of joked that you would, you, like... Liz Truss would be on mute, and you'd have to, the Queen would have had to tell her to unmute herself. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, it's tittle tattle isn't it? Small talk. But yeah, you know, you're right. You do, people do see what other people are doing, especially in positions of power, and they think, oh, they're doing it. So it's all right. I'll just, I'll jet off on my eighth um, foreign holiday of the year because what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. As the planet, slowly slowly cooks itself so uh, yeah strange times but yeah yeah, you wonder yeah is it, is it possible I mean do, does a leader in, of any colour uh, have to be a authoritarian of, to, to some to some degree and when you lead especially in times of crisis like now sometimes you just got to crack on with stuff and not wait not, you haven't got time to wait for what people are thinking and saying and doing you've just got to crack on and do stuff
1: um, but but the thing is that authoritarianism is, is only one form of leadership, you know which is very real and valid in certain circumstances. But what about the uh, the qualities of things like being inspirational? you know um, you know that, that kind of stuff, being charismatic, being the kind of person who engenders, that kind of positive response you know um maybe not even by saying anything but just by doing it by being who they are you
0: know? yeah i mean Liz, Liz trust is an i mean an interest in interesting. she's been in cabinet for eight ten years now i think so she's experienced but she's mm-hmm. she still seems to be a bit of a blank canvas in terms of we don't really know what she'll be like as a leader
1: yeah i don't know her at all i was thinking that when i was doing the blog I don't really know her.
0: Yeah, there's a few kind of, you know, videos where she's made a bit of a fool of herself when she's been talking from an auto key or something. And I guess we'll have to wait and see. Do you hold out any hope that she's, because she's a female or she is female, that she might serve or rule with a certain extra bit of uh, empathy? Or What do you reckon?
1: I, I, I think that generally, uh, certainly in my experience as managers, is that women do make very good managers uh, and organisers as long as they stay as women and one of the problems that we have in our society is because lots of male characteristics are kind of pumped up as being what you should be, lots of women try to be like men and people like Maggie Thatcher actually took lessons to deepen her voice. So wow. like her voice became deeper because it was seen as being more authoritative
0: wow. than okay. if she
1: had a regular, which to me is like, you know, your mother never did that and your mother got plenty of respect, you know. Um, yeah, well,
0: you took elocution lessons, didn't you, or uh, when you were a
1: Well, no, I'd, I'd, I didn't actually take elocution lessons. What I used to do, because I spoke with a real girl boy, right mate kind of accent, and no one ever took me seriously. I, I was either stupid or a thief when I was a teenager in Devon. Um, so what I did was I used to listen to the BBC and you'd have Alvaro Adele reading the news mm-hmm. and I used to practice speaking BBC English ah, and I okay. did that spontaneously, so yeah. Ah, um, so you did it of your own volition. I, but okay. I, did it, I, did it, I did do it deliberately um, I, and I already had the long vowels because you've got your path and your bath, and not it? Yeah. Not path and bath. So I I could just posh up my long vowels um and sound more BBC. Mm-hmm. But the joke was I'd go back to London and people go to me, bloody hell mate, you sound like a bloody tough. You know, because I was I was speaking BBC and, yeah. and not London. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess I mean from what I see is like to be a good leader is is the ability to be able to switch between different social situations so that you can you know i like to think that i could probably hold my own in a, a posh dinner at buckingham palace in, with the, the royal family but i could also i'm quite comfortable you know in a, a community center down in birkenhead chatting to people there about yeah. stuff that's going on and i think that's yeah. that's something in, in, in leadership which some people take the mickey out of it sometimes in terms of maybe your accent changing in different situations or uh, but I think I see that personally as quite a strong thing in terms of being able to, yeah, go in and out of different walks of life and actually still being able to communicate with people.
1: Now, I, I've i studied this over a period of time because uh, I tend to adopt the accent of the people that I'm with, which can be a bit embarrassing if you're in India or China or something like that. But um, uh, I do it automatically. And... What we know psychologically is, if you've got a musical ear, you tune in to sound. Yeah. So that um, someone with a musical ear can hear a piece of music and go to an instrument and play it, you know, near enough because they've got it in the musical ear. But but the problem is that if you're with a bunch of people from Northern Ireland, you end up speaking with a Northern Irish accent, not intentionally, but because you have musical ear. Yep. You're picking up on the local sounds around you. And people can think that you are kind of taking the mickey and you're not. Know, you're just tuning in.
0: I'm just trying to find a link now yeah. that I'll link to. But Jerry Barton's a, a controversial footballer from, uh, he's retired now. He's a manager now at Bristol Ro- Rovers, I think. But he's, he had quite a history of some quite right. violent stuff on the pitch and off the pitch, actually. Really interesting background. He's from Heighton in Liverpool. So he had quite a crazy tough upbringing and all that and he took some of it onto the football pitch kind of fairly regular uh but you can tell from the way he talks in his interviews that he's a smart lad and he still is actually And he was actually on question time once he was invited onto question time because he always had quite you know strong opinions on things beyond football anyway he played in marseille for a year uh in france um and he was the mickey was taken out of him massively in a, in a few interviews because his 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 english accent or his english in in interviews would drift into this french accent speaking english and he got the mickey taken out of it for him but i I actually saw it as quite a impressive thing to do from a lad from liverpool and you know from the dark back streets of heighten uh to have the kind of the mouse to try and communicate better with the people sat in front of him so i don't know why uh yeah, I'll put a link to it in the, because he, he, there's a video where he explains he explains it. Is but,
1: that, but that to me is, is the musical ear. Mm. You know, you're, you're shooting into the accent around you, but if you're going to speak a foreign language, you need a musical ear anyway mm. to get the accent right. Yeah. but So that I, they can understand you.
0: I always mm. slip into a bit of Geordie when I go up to Northumberland, um, when I'm you know in the shop or something like that, or speaking with the the farmer that rents the field space outdoors and get to kind of just find myself without even thinking about it, slipping into a bit of, bit of Geordie.
1: <laughs> but you were brought up with that, didn't
0: you? Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of family that, that as yeah. far as born, but my dad's never had an accent as, as long as I've known him. I need to speak to my dad yeah. actually about when he lost his Geordie accent because he lived in Newcastle till he was, well, 18, 19, on and off. Uh, uh,
1: but that's very interesting. You said he hasn't got an accent.
0: No. He has uh, but,
1: got an accent.
0: Well, he has but got an accent, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And I can hear his Geordie when he's up in Newcastle as well, He just when he's speaking with his brother or sister, he slips in and out of it as well. Um,
1: but wait, if I go to London or if I'm with a bunch of Cockneys, then I tend to slide Cockney. The kids tell me that I swear in Cockney. If I <laughs> if I get cross, then I'll swear in Cockney. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, very good anyway uh, but yeah you you've written a new blog post again which we'll I'll link to that the spectrum of psycho- psychopathy begins with those around us who lack insight and empathy um and we live in the era of su- successful psychopaths um so what is it about this era or is it of, of kind of of leaders or of psychopaths well, or?
1: I, I I mean each each era has its own kind of qualities. Uh, for me, from Maggie Thatcher onwards, uh, we we've, we we've have this kind of development of psychopathy. And <clears throat> if you think of a psychopath not as a ma- as a mad murderer, but someone who lacks empathy and insight, yeah. And then you look at what some of these leaders do and say, and you think you haven't got a clue, and it's because there's no insight and no empathy into into the worlds of the people that they're leading, right. You know, and that's
0: the problem, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, do you hold that much hope for the UK in, t- uh, in terms of the knight, in, knight or knightess in shining armour coming to rescue us? I mean, we're going to have a general election, aren't we, within the next couple of years? Yeah, in
1: a couple of years.
0: So. Um, the Labour leader, but... is Keir Starmer, is going to be there. That well, He's got to have a crack at the, a, a crack at it, hasn't he? So he's not the most inspiring in terms of like... Uh, but he seems like a smart, competent fella. Um, but I wonder how he's going to fare in a, a leadership election I don't it is- know, I
1: mean the way I've seen it is, is we've had a series of Conservative leaders who haven't been the best at, at living their truth um, and we've had some socialist um, leadership which they've all got splinters in their bottoms because they spend that long sitting on the fence and not getting down, that they're not being dynamic do you know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's like a, I, I see problems both ends, really, um, and which is okay in peacetime. It's when you you've got the problems. And the one thing I would say for Boris is that uh, I did see him doing some quite dynamically positive things as far as Ukraine is concerned, mm-hmm. and I think he did step up and 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 actually put himself. Out there, um, what the other leaders maybe didn't do around, yeah. You'll have, to, we'll have to see how um,
0: uh, I think, under different circumstances, uh, Johnson would have probably fared better as a leader. And uh, he, I mean, he came on the back of Brexit, which kind of he made his decision on that last minute anyway, even which way he was going to vote and campaign for he, on a bit of a whim and he kind of dealt with the bit of that and then covid came along and then the war in ukraine uh uh so he but you know that's just the way it goes man it's, it's, i guess in in other in, in other times I mean, we look back now don't we on kind of the mid 90s through to 2010 12 ish as quite um kind of <laughs> idyllic times maybe it's just because i was growing up then i was a teenager and the music was great um but it yeah well i mean that's not exactly fair because we had the 9-11 and the financial crisis to deal with but they do do look they do seem to be kind of uh rosier times in uh, in the uk at least what do you think
1: mm, yeah yeah but the whole thing's relative isn't it i mean i i uh i can remember back along when inflation was at 15 and you know house prices were getting mad and then there was the house price collapse and People have negative equity and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so, the, and I, I suppose that's the nature of being a human being: is we live through crises. It's a bit like you know, how do we do? What do we do? I mean, I've just been through my kind of medical stuff, which has been been a crisis to deal with.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, and all of us at different times have to face that. We have to face the losses and the gains of being a human being. You know? um, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. You know, looking back, it, it, I mean, it, there was a lot going on in the, in the '90s. I was actually reading about how the, the kind of the oil crisis of the '70s and the inflation spikes then took took like 15 years to settle down. It wasn't until yeah. the early early '90s when inflation kind of got below 10 percent again. Uh, mm. And then there was all sorts yeah. of madness going on. I've done. I studied politics A level, so I remember learning about like black. Monday was it or whatever when the kind of exchange rate mechanism failed and all that. Kind of stuff. Yeah. So,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, maybe we just maybe we're just good at looking back on times and thinking, oh wasn't it lovely when, you know, my house lost all its value overnight and that kind of thing. And, uh, we
1: yeah, nostalgia.
0: Yeah, a bit of nostalgia. But, the, yeah.
1: but the, the thing that amazed me was that when that happened and people did fall into phenomenal uh, negative equity. You know, people don't talk about it now, really, because it's worked its way through the system. It's now part of the past. Um, it's, you know, it's only current if we keep bringing it up again. In the same way that the Ukraine situation will become the past. Yeah. You know, and and it, it may last through a generation, you know, like COVID, same thing. Um, uh, but in a generation from now, Will people still be talking about COVID? It may be part of the history, but mm-hmm. it won't be live
0: action, no. Yeah, I don't tend to post a video online, but if you just look down here now, look what I've got going on down on my lap. Oh, look at that little doggy on my lap. What more could you want? <laughs> 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 took him. I took him for a massive run before we went on air, so he's uh he's zonked. Bless right. him. Maybe we should just be more like dogs and just you know chill out a bit more, right? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah go for a walk twice a day and just sleep for the rest of the time
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah eat sleep walk yeah
0: yeah repeat I should get a t-shirt with that on uh all right have you got um a resource of the week or anything else you want to talk about
1: Sean? yeah i what i've done is I, i've stuck a um a, an article in uh which is about um different styles of leadership and it, mm-hmm. it takes you through different kind of leadership tools
0: okay um
1: and and the thing is that those are relevant if you're a manager, they're relevant if you're a parent, they're relevant if you're a leader. Right. You no, know, it's all the same stuff. Um and and I, I guess that like a good prime minister is like a good parent to the to the country. Like yeah. a good monarch yeah. is a good parent to the country, you know.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, you know, looking after everybody and everything.
0: Yeah. You know? That's a nice way of looking at it. All right, cool. I'm just yeah. gonna to link to the summer cycle and okay. mention me a little event coming up because uh yeah. Come along if you can. If yeah, I'll have like to see
1: whether I can come on that. I don't remember whether we're here then. I think we are.
0: Cool. All yeah. right, come along if you can and tell your yeah. friends, but um we'll leave it there for now. Hey Sean. Okay. You take care. And you as well. Be nice happy to speak to you. catch you next let's, week.
1: Let's hope our let's hope our new leader turns out to be a leader of that counts.
0: I believe in her. We can do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sean, you take care. All right. You you take care. See ya. Uh, bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.